Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Chemics City Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A&D, and my co-host, not Deion Sanchez, Primetime. What's up, y'all? It's me, the P-R-I-M-E. We are, you know, it's glad to have you back, man. We've been gone for about two weeks, you know. Uh, Prime was doing his his uh, promotional tour and everything like that. Because, you know, we got the, we got new we got new movies coming out. So I was like, hey, uh, I, I let him do what he got to do. And then now we, we and then honestly, Russell News wasn't really that much going on from week to week. There was like one highlight of it. I was like, man, I, I can talk about that somewhere else, but we're back here on the podcast now because it's the end of Black History Month. Don't mean you stop celebrating Black History, okay? Black History 365, but we're going to come here and we're going to talk about a, a, a lot of things uh, representing the culture because remember last year we did the Top 50 Black Wrestler Countdown? Yep. Yeah, which, yeah. which was fun. Seemed, I did it not seem like a year ago, but yeah. yeah I know. Wasn't that something? And the thing is, since, you know, we had the issue with the channel, I plan on re-uploading each one of those. If, if they're not up already, I definitely plan on re-uploading each one of them episodes as a special, like, no gimmicks rewind type thing. Okay. Yeah, so, because I, I really enjoy, I really enjoyed that list. All right, man, but before we get into anything, man, look, we got to make sure... Uh, we give you know we pay the bills here spacesfully.com check out spacesfully.com for all your black podcasts here right here in the city of philly Burnley love sicily affection make sure you check out the content they have on there the lulu and pop lulu and pop oh plus one and the lulu pop horror show then also make sure you guys check out their uh both sides in the market dark show the Ner- uh nerd has their content up there as well the no gimmicks either wrestling podcast the Nerd Guest to Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue, and of course, Balls Lounge Podcast. And also, make sure you guys check us out on all the podcast apps, Spotify, uh, a- Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. I did hear they had an issue on Tuesday, uh, last, last Tuesday, about the podcast not getting out on like Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. I heard that in Podbean, I heard they resolved that issue. I forgot what it was, so you know, just in case nobody could find our shows, they should be back up there now. Also, just listen to the snippets that we put up on YouTube Premium as well, and uh, also make sure you guys check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Prime Nostalgia Podcast every single Friday, along with Prime Conversations. Now, uh, 
who was on there this past Friday uh, prime the episode that y'all did? We had, uh, well, we did a Robert Townsend appreciation, and we had one of the uh, kids from um, the Parenthood on there. That's dope right there, because the Parenthood is one of my favorite black sitcoms, sitcoms in general. Well, yeah, we had uh, Cece. Oh, man, so I, I, y'all talk about Hollywood Shuffle or Five Heartbeats? Yeah, we did, yeah. Well, well, hopefully. Well, I went through like a whole uh, career retrospective of Robert Townsend. Well, that's good because I know next week me and Prime both got special stuff for you guys. Uh, I know on the Prime side of things, he's doing his countdown to Coming to America because Coming to America comes out March 5th, which is this Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a big, we got a uh, guest schedule. Let's, let's hope we can knock it out. But yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and then, I mean, we could talk later about the one that, that, that you said if I wanted to join on because you, you didn't give me no further info on that one but I plan on having a whole Eddie Murphy movie experience weekend so on Friday I plan on reviewing Dolomite is my name Friday, uh, Saturday you should see my review for coming to America and then hopefully Prime will join me for the retro movie experience of reviewing the very first coming to America Okay. Yeah, so that is my plan for next week. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe down to the channel if you guys haven't got that. So um, I think for something different, we're going to, you know, uh, our people are going to headline the show. So we're going to finish with them. So, you know, we, we, we're going to start with the Wednesday Night War that, uh, this week. But first off, before we get into the Wednesday Night War, Paul White, a.k.a. The Big Show, is all elite now. Yeah. It, I guess so. I, I yeah. I mean, he signed the contract. First of all, after twenty two years with WWE, it's been that long. I remember when 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 Paul White first came, and I was like, "Oh my God, the Giant is in WWE!" Because once again, I watched WCW, and I was just like, "Because I kind of like the Giant. He he was green as goose shit, but I mean, uh, I thought he wasn't after that Halloween Havoc matchup." That him and Hogan had, you know, uh, he wasn't really tre- treated like right. Him and the Yeti type thing, but they came to WWE. And then I would say for about a good month, he was tr- he was booked properly. And then after that, Big Show ain't been booked right really since. Yeah. He's been the crybaby. He's been uh, putting the coin to see if he's face a hill each week and uh, everything. It's been difficult. Sometimes. Do you know, in your opinion, what was the best Big Show run that we had in WWE? <laughs> I don't know, but the first thing that came to my mind is when he was like, "Yeah, I want me to retire." <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I would say probably two thousand, maybe. I don't know. He wasn't there in two thousand. Yes, he was. Look, remember they sent him back to OVW in two thousand. And he made his was that re- not 2000? Was that 2001 was that I'm thinking about? He came back. Remember, he came back in the, in the Royal Rumble of 2001. And he's like, oh, my God, the big show's back. Because he, he was missing for, like, because remember, the Survivors oh. of, of 99, when they gave him the championship. And it was like, oh, he just sucks with it. That he lost to the Rock. Yeah, no, I I just like, I guess I just liked him being in the somewhat forefront of, like, when it was, like, the Rock, him kind of 
you know, on, they kind of just use Big Show basically as a foil uh-huh. for The Rock. I kind of just like that run because he wasn't good, but he was like, he was like, oh, like, yeah, this guy's like big and he can like just ruin your day. Like, he can ruin mm-hmm. your favorite uh, wrestlers like momentum or whatever. Yeah, I I, I did like uh, some, some of the, bit, the best big stuff I like is I like his run in 2003, his whole rivalry with Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And that stretch my back back when he like you know would throw Mysterio to like like twenty rolls in the crowd. Well, yeah, but yeah. it's like I, I I I guess I just like the fit Big Show, which is, sounds wrong. No, 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 I feel you because yeah, because that he was even though he was dominant, that was straight out of shape Big Show. <laughs> that was a uh, yeah, because like I, I don't think he. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't think he been fit Big Show since like two thousand two, two thousand one maybe. Mm-hmm. Cause then he kind of got bigger and bigger. Then they just big start becoming his gimmick of I'm just big, I'm fat, and then I guess he just started going with it. Yeah, I I mean I I just like the dominance he had in 2003. Then when he took out the whole SmackDown locker room in 2004, when he had the hair, and then that just died down really <laughs> quickly. And then like I said, we got the out of shape, really fat big show. Even that ECW run was just like terrible. And I was like, oh god, he needs to get back. So when he did come back, uh, fit. You know, uh, later on, I, I did kind of, I like when he brought the WMD, or was it, yeah, I thought, punch. I thought. You mean punch number five? Punch, yeah. <laughs> when, when, it, when he did that, I thought it was kind of, was all right. But then, like I said, other than that, you know, he, then he did, a, you know, the the most face heel turns of all time. And I'm just like, okay. I mean, him and him and Mark Henry during that program in t- t- uh, 2011, with the whole Hall of Pain wasn't bad for Big Show. It wasn't bad, but I was not I was not even considering Big Show to win at that point. Yeah, it, no, it, had, it definitely had to go all to Mark Henry. But the problem with WWE is he never, never really in his career, unless it was like really early on, was like never in the position to be like one of the most dominant forces. Kind of like, remember how they kind of uh, booked Braun Strowman or how they have booked uh, Greg Khali? Even or even how they book so many big guys who don't deserve to be booked that who don't deserve to be booked that well, and how Big Show has never been booked on on that level before that that, that I can remember. Big Show probably one they they messed up on to start booking people good or solid. Yeah, I did. The big, big Big Show could be could make a case that he's one of the people that was like really overlooked in that company a lot of times. Well, now he's in all elite. And he is going to be doing, look, peep this, commentary with Tony Schiavone on their new YouTube channel, AEW Dark Elevation. Have you heard about that? I heard he's going to be doing commentary, yeah, but on a second YouTube show, they, they first YouTube show is like two hours long. Well, they're, they're cutting AEW Dark in half because it is too yeah. long because they be trying to squeeze 16 matches on two hours of, of the show and I'm like whoa no but uh, <clears throat> this one they cut, they're cut they cutting it in half and they're going to have AEW Dark and then you're going to have AEW Dark Elevation and this year AEW is getting a second show on TNT kind of like how WCW got Thunder mm-hmm. so they're getting a second show on TNT so to, it, the way I think it's going to be I think it's going to be like a WCW Saturday night type thing I think it's on Saturdays <clears throat> What else has happened on Saturdays? 
I mean, the NBA like to have their games on Saturday night sometimes. Yeah, but you know, when it comes to TNT, the prime NBA times is like Thursday and Tuesday, maybe. And when it comes to like the weekend games, that's ESPN. Unless you're doing, unless we're doing All-Star Weekend. Now, obviously, All-Star Weekend is not happening this year. We're having All-Star Day next Sunday, which is going to um, mess up our live stream, bro. Are, are you What's watching? Live stream? What? Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Revolution is next Sunday. I totally forgot. <laughs> this man is like a little bit out the loop, baby. Uh-huh. All right. Well, look. I'll just say so. He's going to be over there and he's going to be wrestling. He's not going to be doing much wrestling, but he is going to be wrestling over there. I don't think he's going to be doing. I, I think, like, look, I. I, I hates me to say this, but huh, I think they're gonna be trying to do that match again. Which which match? Please don't do this. Which yeah, match? I ain't know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know they're gonna try to do the big show and Shack. You already know, <laughs> bro. I figured you was gonna say something like that. Cause that is just. Cody probably gonna be have to go away soon because of the baby, and uh, Shaq probably gonna be like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't beat Cody now." What big shows? <laughs> and uh, gonna be there. Mm-hmm. So, so mm. I can I can see that happening. Mm. And then finally having a feud. Oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But I mean, I don't, I don't want it to happen, but. I just feel like now that's something they can do for no reason at all. Just do a match for no reason. Yeah. It'll well, be the first time AEW have their ring collapse. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to see what's going to happen on Wednesday because that's going to go right into our Wednesday Night War. So, guys, welcome back to the Wednesday Night War. We have two good episodes here, NXT and... Uh, AEW, <clears throat> AEW. So let's start off with uh, first of all, we got a no disqualification match between Karrion Cross and Santos Escobar, uh, and, and later on in the night, Adam Cole addresses his actions. But also on AEW side, we're going to get Sting is going to you know address a, uh, after that power bomb Brian Cage gave him last week. What's going to go on with that? And so uh, a, a lot of things to unpack. So first off, when it comes to NXT, uh. <clears throat> We we start off the show. We get Dexter Loomis uh, going one on one with Johnny Gargano. So uh, we see, especially for us, a non-title matchup. Uh, for some reason, uh, Austin Theory just gets dumb and figures out to swing a chair as he's on the apron, and then he gets up. Uh, he swings, but he gets knocked. He gets knocked down, and then it distracts Gargano, where Loomis uh, pick, picks him up and hits him. With the uh, with the uh, I don't know his name, his fishing move is called, but uh, uh, I forgot to yes yeah. yeah, but then he he ended up passing out and uh, wait hold on, he passed out so that's the no the name on that's not the cross jacket never mind oh 
Okay. Nah, well, the cross jacket. The cross jacket is a can cross. Can cross. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Dexter Lumis versus matchup. I thought it was a decent opener. How about you? It was okay. I'm, I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to Gargano at the moment. What? Oh, I like the. I like Gargano in the way. The way is dope. Nah, I guess they're not growing on me yet. Are they growing on you yet? Nah. Okay. Uh. We are, um, Regal's looking for Escobar on the outside. Then we get uh, a video package of MSK and shows their, their journey to WWE, you know, um, including the death of Nash Carter's father and how I fueled them. And it's also some good uh, MSK stuff. Then backstage we get them live and stuff, and then they get beat down by the Grizzle Young Vets. So it, it was a, a big a big beat down here. Uh, we also get Michael Bibbs comes out with Tyler Russ. And uh, I, I don't know why this is a thing. Because, once again, the guys he managed got uh, punished for leaking the Keith Lee thing. Or like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, a week early. So that right there is, 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 is uh, bad right there. Uh, and then uh, Bivens says that he thinks of Ruff as a son he never never had and never wanted. And that's why he's giving him the opportunity of a lifetime against Tyler Russ. Are you kidding me right now? So, Ruff makes his entrance, but uh, before that happens, Swerve come out, the new heel turn that we didn't get to talk about last week, comes out and starts beating down uh, Leon Ruff and everything. And then, uh, it's, 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 it's like a, a a bad beat down, actually. So, uh, first of all, how do you like Scott's uh, heel turn? Because he actually did, did like a Death Valley driver throw on the Leon Ruff on the like the, like the, the apron of the ring, which which kind of looked cool. So, how do you feel about it? I would have to. My bad. Mm-hmm. I would. I would. I don't know. I'm gonna have to need. I'm gonna need more uh, evidence because I don't know. At the moment, I just I'm not feeling it. I don't know. I don't know if it's the hair, the grills. I don't know. Just I'm not feeling it at the moment. Oh, you you, you not feeling swerve? No, right now. I bet that's the same Strickland, man. Well, I'm not feeling it. Mm. Well, we get next to, uh, <laughs> we get your boy Cameron Grimes. First of all, we never talked about it. How you like Cameron Grimes? Nah, we still don't have to talk about uh, it. I got money, 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 money. I stack money, said to the moon. <laughs> We never got a chance to talk about Cameron Grimes' Marty Music video and the whole game. Bro, I'm sorry. I know you don't like Cameron Grimes, but this is the best kind of gimmick he could have had. Who, who else lucky on the roster would get lucky with the game stock stock like that? Uh, everybody who's not doing nothing at that time and needed a gimmick. Well, I'm saying, look, Swerve don't need that. So that. He's the perfect guy to be annoying and heal enough to uh to do that. Yeah, but I don't like the way he's doing it. Is is uh, stupid? Why? Why do you say he's stupid? Why do you say he's stupid? Because he's like, I'm gonna watch clips of the Million Dollar Man, but then not watch the whole thing and do it poorly. <laughs> I I know that is probably part of it because he stacks money to the moon. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna lie. The first time I saw it, I was like, this joint kind of catchy though. And the whole day, I was rapping that song. I, I, okay. I, I definitely was. 
Uh, Io Shirai taking on Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark is starting to come up in the rankings of the NXT Women's Division. Very athletic woman here. Uh, she, she had a win, a, a win over Jabba last week, but uh, her and Io Shirai, like she was actually giving Io Shirai uh, some of the business for her being the NXT Women's Champion. So, uh, but in yeah, the end, she's in a new, she's in a new, uh, new class that they just announced. Oh, really? Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, so yeah, so, so she is um, yeah, she, she she she's very athletic. Uh, so I try to lift uh, Eo for a German, but uh, Eo counters with a roll up into uh, roll up, but then follows up with a running knee and then hits a moonsault for the win. After the matchup, Tony Storm comes out and uh, she uh, uh, she wants a NXT Championship matchup. With Tony Storm, which I think would be kind of cool too. So <clears throat> I'm with that. I missed the I missed the backseat stuff, but uh, the way uh, Casey Cat Zero takes on Zia Lee. What did I say was going to happen? Didn't I say this was going to happen? Then they're going to go after they're going to go after one or the other. So Zia Lee is just dominating here on Casey Cat Zero. Why Caden Carter's on the outside, just uh, you know, just mouthing everything off and getting all pissed off, and then. Uh, a- after the match, uh, we have Zia Lee, ca- ca- uh, kind of like chokes her out, and she gives her like you know her her stand her her kick to the head of Case Cat Zero. She's out. Zia Lee, uh, the referee calls the match, and uh, after uh, afterwards, uh, we have Case Cat Zero right there on the step the steps, and she says um her leg is just laying across there. Zia Lee stomps down this joint apparently to break her leg. First of all, it looked brutal. Mm-hmm. It looked brutal, and uh, I liked it. I was like, "Oh, they were case cat zero. So uh, Caden Carter was like, "No, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't trying to have this." So we know Caden is going to go up there and try to face uh, Zaylee next week, and we're going to see what's going to happen to Caden Carter. And as yeah, we we'll keep... see, it looked like uh, Cat Zero might be out for a little bit after that. Oh, oh, oh with yeah. her, her leg back. Oh yeah, she she is going to be out because she's nur- nur- nursing a real injury also. So, so injured for real. She injured for real. <laughs> uh, so we we get camera grabs going around, and then he sees this guy dribble the basketball, and he says, "Look, I'll give you if you can dribble ten times, I'll give you a thousand dollars." But then uh, the guy just dribbles it once, and then he just punches the guy and everything. So, like I said, just mocking the million dollar man. I remember when the million dollar man did that back in the nineties, and he had. And first of all, I was pissed. And I, I was a little kid. I was really upset. Like when, uh, cause it was a little black kid too. You know that? And he was just like, uh, he, he was, he, he was just clowning him and just saying insultful things to him and shit like that. And, uh, say like, you know, you know, you need the money. And he dribbled his ball 10 times. If you get it, I'll give you $500. And the boy gets to nine. And he kicks the ball. Bro. And I was just like, the boy looked devastated. And I was just like, yo, that, that back there, back then was like, True heel heat. Did that ever upset you at all? I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was a good heel. I mean, I was like, oh yeah. I was like, yeah. That's what you. Yeah, that's what you do. Oh man, yeah. That's that's a heel heat right there. Uh, Grizzly Young Vest taking on Drake Maverick and Killing Dame. I thought I was going to be. Real quick, real quick. What's the best heel heat that you can get in a candidate? It's pretty much similar to Trump. I mean, 
That's like heel heat times a thousand. You said Trump is heel heat times a thousand? I'm a character that's similar to that. Think about it. Isn't the million dollar man not similar? I mean, he is. He's more character. I mean, he's... I'd rather sit there and watch him. But yeah... I mean, you're right. Uh, that, I mean, that, that, I mean, look. I'm not saying it got me upset. That that means it, it was legit heat. So you know, a lot of people can't even get you know a legit heat anymore. So, but that right there was like straight. Mm, like, dude, see me outside, son. See me outside. So, uh, we had the Grizzly Invest taking on Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. The less I see this team, the better. Because I thought I was going to like it, and then I don't. I'm like, Killian Dame needs to be doing much more than just teaming with Drake Maverick. And Drake Maverick just be lucky he got his job back, to be completely honest with you. Uh, <clears throat> meanwhile, as they take uh, Killian Dame on the outside, we, we, we have Drake Maverick. Check over cross by, don't work. He gets put into, uh, oh, God. What? You know what I'm talking about. You know, the, the tombstone double knees. I can't forget what they call that move. Uh, I don't know what they call it either, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Grizzly Invest wins. So then S uh, uh, SUV pulls up, and then it's uh, so Legal Del Fantasma, but Escobar stays inside, and then uh, we uh, have. Um... Oh wait a minute, hold on. I missed this part because I I didn't see the part where like Kelly Day walks in there. Uh, Carrie Drake Maverick, as in the wolf, is on the ex day. What is he doing? Saying he used to be a monster. They looks conflicted. Then drops Maverick into a chair. Yeah, I please break break them away. Uh, Carrying Cross taking on Santos Escobar in a no disqualification match. It begins in the parking lot as Santos uh, Escobar doesn't get out the car, and then Carrying Cross takes a pickaxe and it starts wailing on the side of his door after taking out Legato del Fantasma. After, as um Escobar gets out. He hits him with a tra- uh, trash can, starts beating down on him, then they, they all jump him, and it becomes a, a three-on-one assault. So, uh, as but as they beat him down, they carry him back into, uh, like, you know, the arena part, and then as they try to pick him up, Cross just launches both of them through, like, the uh, steel plastic barricade. I thought that was a great visual. And Escobar is just sitting there staring at him like, oh, my God. Like he was built like a, a straight straight monster. So, uh, once again, the, the, the fight ensues. And then even we get uh, a pseudo-suplex to Escobar through the announcer's table. It, it was uh, it, it was it was a really big beatdown of a matchup. And I enjoyed uh, back in inside, even Legato still is trying to uh, take out Cross. But Cross is power bottles one into the, into the, the barricade and one takes another one down. And then he goes uh, to the inside and hits uh, another uh, Sato suplex. And then he hits the running form to the back of the head of uh, Escobar and wins the matchup. Karen Cross was Escobar. So how did you enjoy the notice qualification matchup? It was uh, okay, I guess, you know. You didn't like it? Oh, I liked it. I loved it. I thought it was I, cool. I mean, they, they, I thought they could have did more, but... Then again, it is a TV match, but I don't know. I guess it's just me. Yeah, I mean, because I felt this. I was like, because people just don't just look at Escobar as a cruiserweight. I was like, no, the, the, the man's you know, is a badass dude, but uh, 
it, it's nothing against you know Karrion Cross. You know Karrion Cross come out there. I don't know why the whole Escobar thing is a thing or why the Robert thing is happening because he's not gonna go for the cruiserweight championship. That wouldn't make no sense at all. But uh, for for them to have, I was gonna push him right to the Finn Balor thing, but Finn Balor got uh, his hands full right now. So we don't know what where where uh, the Karrion Cross thing is going to lay at. So. But right now we have Adam Cole to, to, to the ring, and he says he feels bad about what he did and what he did to his brother Kyle O'Reilly. Roderick Strong comes out, and Roderick Strong he he's a uh, Adam Cole's like I'm sorry, this isn't this is, isn't like me. But you know, uh, Cole's ashamed of himself, and I was like, this is Adam. I've seen this in Ring of Honor. Okay, I've seen this in Ring of Honor. We already know where Cole is headed with this one. So. uh Finn Balor's music hits and he he comes down and he shoves Strong out the ring and Balor goes after Cole attacking him and then Strong comes Strong Strong comes back and he is just like in the middle he, he's being that 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 heel that we don't like uh you know uh, uh, uh of getting in the way uh but then uh as he as he apologizes uh Roddy kind of bends down like here he comes low blow to Roderick Strong. And then, uh, then we get a super kick to Roddy. And then, uh, Cole standing over him takes an undisputed name tag, dog tag off of him. So it looks like this is the end of the era. How you feel? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just wild. They're actually doing it. Well, I, I, I think, I don't know when the next takeover is. I don't know if it's, but Finn Balor hinted at defending the championship at WrestleMania. So we may get Adam Cole taking on Finn Balor for the championship, even though I'm like, but I want to see Kyle O'Reilly taking on Adam Cole first. I've seen an Adam Cole title match for a long time already. I'm talking about, but I want to see a Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole tear the house down like they did at, at Ring of Honor at one time. You know okay. what I mean? Well, I mean, maybe. Maybe they will, uh, or maybe they won't. What, what what do you want? Yeah, I want to see it, but you know how Vince is, so that's why I don't Vince got to... nothing to do with NXT. Yeah, but you just said having the title match at WrestleMania. They're not going to have yeah. Adam Cole versus... They're not going to want to start that for WrestleMania. You were right, I to say, I didn't know they're going to have a takeover during WrestleMania weekend. Well, if it's two nights at WrestleMania, that would make absolutely no sense unless they want to do it on Friday. But uh, if it's two nights at WrestleMania, so I don't think... They're going to get one, but they they're probably going to do it like they did le- last year, do the takeover uh, after WrestleMania this year. We do it that way, maybe. Uh, I'm actually not quite sure. Well, I feel you now, but that means we're going to go right over to AEW Dynamite, and uh, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means, so. We got to open a match. I don't like how I don't like how Jr. asks every a word every week. He, you like how Jr. does what? Add a word to it every week. He, he he's he, he's he's adding words to it now. Like the first the first time he was like it's Wednesday, you know what that means. Now he's like it is Wednesday, and you already know what that means. It's just like <laughs> this is unnecessary words. Would I make you? happy if I said that in, uh, when the, uh, the Wrestling Observer Awards came out and he was ranked fourth worst commentary for 2020? Fourth? Fourth, yeah. 
was listening to. Uh, all right. Ah. Uh, you think he's worse? Anyways. You think he's number one overall? Uh, fourth? Does that mean that three people is better than him? Is what you're saying? I'm saying that, well, three people is worse than him. He was ranked number four of worst commentator. Uh, nah. It's, it's, it's about. Oof, what? Uh, uh, Josh Matthews? No, Ma- Michael Cole was number one. Michael Cole, okay. And they they, they, they put. And Corey Graves was number two. And Beth Phoenix was number three. Well, yeah, Beth Phoenix hasn't really. I guess Beth, Beth Phoenix has been phoned at the dance lately. She hasn't been there. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then they had JR number four. So. All right, but uh, we got to open the matchup. Uh, John Moxley taking on the Hollywood hunk, Ryan Namath, which is we no, know. No, we're not going to do this. I, I see what they're trying to do here. Wait, 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 what are they trying to do? <laughs> this trying? is Dean Ambrose, Dolph Ziggler, SummerSlam 2013. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of is because uh, this whole matchup – it's controlled by Moxley, okay? Moxley just... Yeah, and he's just doing that. So, and then all of a sudden, Moxley hits a paradigm shift on Naaman, wins the matchup. And, and it's over like that. It, it really is over. I mean, like, I mean, there is more of it, obviously, but, you know, it's basically the gist of what it was. Uh, he grabs the mic and he sits in the middle of the ring and then uh, he talks about... The moment I woke up in the morning without the AEW Championship, I knew I would do whatever it takes as long as it takes. I will crawl through the mud. I will crawl through barbed wire, landmines, whatever it takes to get back to the top and take uh, and take the hill. It turns out that's exactly what I'm going to have to do. So, you know, to sum that up, we didn't get to talk about it, but there's going to be an exploding barbed wire match at Revolution. How do you even feel about that? Do you think that's even going to be good? Well, the the only one I've seen is uh, Mick Foley and uh, Terry Funk. Terry! Okay. So, so uh, the, and that one was brutal. So, if it's like anything like that, then sure. They're going to have these guys blowing up on C4. I'm like, this shit going to be... And, it, it, and first of all, it, it's, 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 they're not on the... Moxley and Omega's not on the level of Mick Foley and Terry Funk. They are actually doing some serious wrestling. Mick Foley's a brawler. Terry Funk is old. But Moxley, K. Omega, bro, I swear, if I see like a C4 playing on Moxley's head and he give a V trigger and that shit blow up, I may walk. I, I don't know. It may be the best thing I've seen all year. I I mean, so I, I know a lot of people are not familiar with a barbed wire death match and they are comparing it to the TNA exploding cage, and that's disrespectful. Oh, that's to, just terrible. To, they, they, yeah. Everybody's comparing it to that crap? Yeah. Because when they think, when they think Barra Wire and Electric they think that they, <laughs> I assume they think that it's not really going to be blowing up, and they think that they're just going to be doing a do-do-do-do-do-do instead of actually it exploded, which it actually explodes. Yeah, but, I'm about to say, you know, no, they haven't seen... They haven't seen that match at all. No, a- a- absolutely not. So, <laughs> wow. Okay, well, up next, uh, uh, well, 
at Revolution, he he does his promo, and Moxley says, you know, the idea of a spoiled barbed wire match is way too attractive, but you get the feeling that he can't get enough of it. He's like a perfect way, a hell of a way to go out. So I'm like, this, this is going to be like that all that uh, non-sanctioned match he had at all out there one time, but this shit going to be 10 times crazier. It's going to be 10 times crazier at Daly's Place. Uh, and I can I can assure you, uh, I guess it might as well be a, not a spoiler, but I I know Mox is not winning. I I already know that. So, oh, you yeah. think? Oh, you, you know, it, it would make sense to keep the belt on Kenny Omega. No, nah, he got a baby. He's literally got a baby through any moment now. How long has she been pregnant? I don't know. She looked like she about done. Man, I, I, I really have not been keeping up with it. And things have just been flying past me so much. I'm like, when was the last time she Because I'm like, I just got used to last week when Cody had the, the most, look, this is sad to say, the most safest gender reveal in the past year, okay? And that's saying a lot. I mean, it was still a little bit too much for me, but all right. Yeah, I, I, bro, look, I, look <laughs> anybody out there, out there listening, if they like doing gender reveals, okay. But there has to you don't have to do all this elaborate stuff. Because you you heard about the guy who died trying to set up something for his gen, his gender reveal. Well, uh, I I mean I don't want to. Uh, well, I don't want to say too much in that, but you don't have to do all that. You could have just honestly opened up a card. It, it, you really, or, or you know what? How about this? One? Like like the one that my sister in law did, cut a cake. Yeah, and you cut a cake, and whatever cake flavor is in there, that's the one you do. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have nothing explode or anything like that because it, why? Why are you having stuff explode any in the first place? It, it, exactly it's here or there. I mean, if you want to be creative but safe, like remember when Zion uh, dunked dunked the ball and it came out like either blue, blue or pink. Well, yeah, he's a yeah. basketball player. That makes sense. Nobody is a freaking pyrotechnic engineer. <laughs> just randomly like, hey, I just want to randomly make a make fireworks. Like, that's just, uh, I don't, nah. I, I Look, trust me, I understand. You are really trying to be, like, respectful right now. And I feel you on that one. Uh, yeah, because we're recording, so yes. But yeah, I'm we're just... Recording, and I'm, 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 no, I'm just saying, but yeah, but guys, it, 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 it don't have to be that deep. We didn't even have a gender review. I just said, is it a boy or a girl, Doc? And he's like, well, you go have a girl. And I was just like, all right. Uh, rich man's family, okay. I'll let everybody know. <laughs> Y'all see about your baby shower. But uh, neither here nor there. So, yeah, so that's why I know she, she's about to brush. But anyway. Oh, you know what? Just real quick, though. Mm-hmm. The funniest one I've seen is they have two people in, in big outfits, and they have a boxing match. I didn't see and- those ones yet. Oh, the the winner against they like they knock them out like they physically knock out this person in a big baby outfit. I think it's funny. <laughs> knock these people out to figure out if it's all this stuff. You man, you, you save all that money for the baby shower, bro. Save all that money for the baby shower. Okay. It's like a wrestling match. It's like Stone Cold versus The Rock, <laughs> but like, 
like people be like one two it's a girl uh, yeah so, oh yeah, you know what like, you know what that actually sounds kind of kind of entertaining it's actually kind of entertaining uh next up we get we kind of went off on a tangent next up we get absolute Ricky Starks and Machine Brian Cage taking on the Varsity Blondes Giff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. Taz is on commentary uh, for this matchup. Uh, the, the match is pretty much a throwaway because we, we know that we are not here for what this match is going to be because uh, Cage gets a blind tag and took off Pillman's head with a uh, discus lariat and then hits him with the drill claw, a quick one, for the victory. Uh, then all of a sudden, we see Sting is we got cinematic Sting showing that hey Vince, I can do cinematic matches. He's sitting there, he's driving this car as he's dragging this body bag behind. I was like, how was this okay? And then as he stops, Darby Allen um uh, uh gets out, and then all of a sudden, the arena went dark. Okay. Oh, we'll see. That's how the desert. Then all of a sudden, the lights came back on, and then it was Sting. Sting was dragging out a body bag. He was like, "Oh my god, he this better not be like the new Sting and Darby Allen entrance. That would be fucking stupid. I hate that." But then we see that in the body bag is Taz's son, and I, I like how they get the curse on Dynamite. You son of a bitch! What the fuck? And I like how they get the they get the curse on there. And then in the ring, here comes. <laughs> Darby Allen on the zip line, he gets the Shawn Michaels uh, treatment. I told yeah, you, that's supposed to be Sting, but I guess he's they canceled it. Yeah, bro, Sting is sixty-one years old or two. I'm, I'm, they probably, I'm pretty sure they tested out. He was like, yeah, nah, I'm not <laughs> nah. Sting can't be doing that. First of all, then Darby comes down. It's like it kind of like zooms past him, and he tries to hit him. It doesn't work like work out like he thought it was going to work out. I thought that was kind of cool. So they start attacking. Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, and then Sting gets in there, slowly takes off his... Uh... So, just real quick, I I, I thought they was gonna, he was going to come from the top, but I guess that's way too high for him to try to do that. At Daly's place? Absolutely. Because like, their top is like really high because they don't have a ceiling and they have a top. Um, but when he used to come from the ceiling, it used to be like quick. Watch it! Watch it! Old footage. Just like he's like, bam! Snap! Snap it off! Bam! It's like, it, dang, it, that was quick. Exactly. That's a quick release, and then a lot of things change after own heart. Well, yeah. Well, he was he was still doing it though. Yeah. No. No. After after the own heart thing happened, Sting stopped doing that. Remember, own heart happened in '99. No, he he was still doing it because he asked permission. Oh, okay. I I, I got. He, 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 yeah. He he was telling stories of how he asked Brett and uh. And then for permission because he said, I don't want to do it unless they're okay with me doing it. And and Brett was like, Yeah, you can still do it. You, know, you are not the reason, so you don't you don't I can understand why you ask it, but you can still do it and he still did it after that. Yeah, Vince is the reason now, but yeah. Uh, well yes, but you know, it's like that's still like too soon. Yeah. So I guess he still he still did want to ask, just in case. Yeah, you're right. No, I you absolutely right now. So uh, <laughs> uh, they come off and then all of a sudden, uh, Darby's hitting everybody with uh, with the skateboard. Takes Ricky Starks out, dives through the ropes and everything. And Sting runs up and then he's punching. He's doing the Sting punches the cage and everything. He gets him in the corner. I say he's not gonna do it, is he? And he hits the Stinger splash in the corner. 
And then drops Brian Cage with a scorpion death drop. Look, if you go and watch the clip on AEW on, on the YouTube channel, you will see NC Studios puts a comment in there and said, Damn, I guess he could have gone <laughs> stood that match with the Undertaker. Shocked me? Yeah. Yeah. Because sure. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought he wasn't taking no bucks. Bro, I'm telling you this right now. I'm not even going to lie to you. Sting looks better than the Undertaker does. Now, of course, he had. I mean, he did have rest. That's not. He did have some rest too. So, cool, Sting. Yeah, yeah, Sting ain't wrestled a match with WWE since, since 2015, and I'm like, wait a minute. He don't have some some rest. Undertaker been getting injured every year, coming back for no yeah. reason. So. For no, I'm just like, wait a minute. So honestly, Undertaker and Sting could have had. This gimmick match, they they, they could have had uh, a one of those, you know, saying um, c- cinematic type matches. Even at this year's WrestleMania, and then then you could have probably hung it up or whatever the case may be. But the way Sting was going at, even with, with just that little, because if if it's a cinematic match, they can take their time, they can break, they can pause, and do whatever whatever they, whatever they want to do. And I and I'm just saying, yo, they really could have did that, and I don't understand. After seeing the way Sting was doing now, first of all, it, it wasn't the Scorpion death drop. It wasn't the punches and the kicks. He can still do that. It was the Scorpion splash. As you know, how he got to get up for that mm-hmm. and hit that angle. It was the it was the it was the Stinger splash that really sh- like showed me like, wait a minute. Now, do I want Sting to be doing this stuff in a street fight? No, but I'm just saying. But I think it being a cinematic match, I think it will be. I hope it's a cinematic match. It would be kind of dope, but them showing like like the little cinematics, I think I think it would be dope. It would be kind of cool. I think I thought the only reason that it was a street fight is so that he could only do the punches and the kicks. Uh huh. But I guess he's gonna be taking some bumps, at least a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Tony Giovanni, Tony is interviewing uh, Miro and the newlyweds of Kip Saban and Penelope Ford, which she's not Penelope Saban. I don't understand. Uh, and then he just did a little uncomfortable. Un- Meryl asked him why. He said because we have at the w- wedding. He said, Tony, the fact that we're even ha- having this interview is a joke. Beach break was supposed to be the best day of our lives. But what happened, Tony? Asked Kip. Well, it was destroyed. And then who was it to, uh, destroyed by? And Kip said he said destroyed by Charles DeBella and Orange Cassidy. So they couldn't even go on their honeymoon. So what's going to happen is at Revolution is going to be a tag team match. Miro and Kip Sabian taking on uh, Orange Cassidy and uh, Chuck Taylor. So because Trent is still injured. So oh whatever. <laughs> it's not something I'm looking forward to. To be to be honest with you. Uh, we have a uh, next match. We have the following, which they made this let everybody know. Brandon Cutler, who was eight and one in his past nine singles matches, versus Jake Hager. And I'm like, so why do we have to know that? Because he got squashed by Jake Hager. So I was like, what was the point of this? So that you can know he's winning. Because there was one point where he had zero wins at all. So. Okay, well, yeah, well, um, so a- afterwards, uh, Matt Jackson grabs the microphone and says, yo, Chris Jericho, because uh, after uh, uh, the inner circle, you know, came out, they joined Hager in the ring, and then, of course, the young bus came in the ring and gave, you know, super, super kick to Santana and Ortiz, 
they ate for Hager, but he got out the way. He, he was talking to Chris Jericho. He was talking for Jericho and MJF. And he went to wait to Revolution, you know, the, the usual bullshit. But then Jericho MJF uh, is on the big screen and said, uh, we ran into someone wandering backstage. Does this belong to you? And he held up a, a, a bloody unconscious. Nick Jackson. Huh? Nick Jackson. No, Papa Buck. Nah, that was Nick Jackson in the wig. You can't <laughs> fool me. <laughs> Why he need a wig? He already got long hair. Bro, they, Nick Jackson and their damn but just alike. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> Papa Buck, they they beat that Papa Buck. Yes. Hey, first of all, I just like how when they would slam him into things, he would like fall out. He would just like stay in that position and kind of like slowly melt down. I was like, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, he probably ain't, he didn't take a bump in a few years. They, he used to be out there all the time getting super kicked or something, but now he just kind of, you know. So I mean, it put a little more heat. Uh, then we have MJF and Jericho as an SUV as Matt Jackson chase after it, but then you know it, 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 it runs off. Well, so I mean, okay, so that one gets me. Uh, I saw on how Jericho going to go going to hang with the Young Bucks. I really don't, but whatever. Uh, we get a hype package for next week's episode, Dynamite the Crossroads, which is going to have Shaq and Jay Cargill taking on the American Nightmare, Cody Rose, and Red Velvet. Bro, this is either going to be the worst match or it's going to be an entertaining match. Which which side? Oh, oh wait a minute now. You can't leave out. You can't leave out, Mister. 70, 71 himself coming back. Oh, can I please? <laughs> that is going to be something I am looking forward to just because. <laughs> it's going, well, it, it's, it's Jurassic Express, right? Taking on yeah. FTR in a six-man tag match with Tully, Tully Blanchard. Uh, when he did that off the top, uh, Spike pile driver, pile driver, and rolled over. I was like, "Oh, this man." <laughs> okay. Oh, yo, we gotta make sure. We gotta make sure we do a we 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 do as close to that review as we possibly can. Well, you know who's next? Dude. Uh, you know Jake coming back. He done took two bumps two weeks no, in a row. Oh, bro, not the. the that the way them knees was looking, them knees was on shaky ground, and I ain't talking about temptations. They was on shaky ground. So, Man, that's funny. Look, I, I'm just saying. Look, we what we got to do is on Wednesday night we got to instantly do a review, bro, and we got to head into it because that's going to be an entertaining show. Inter- yeah, I think it's like a TNT special or something, right? Yeah, it's called uh, the uh, T- uh, AEW Crossroads. I'm pretty sure they're gonna probably have like Kenny and Charles and Ernie somehow, some way, doing like a report, sports report or something. I mean, it's just, it's probably gonna be dope too. And think about it, this is gonna be after Revolution, mm-hmm. so we will get the fallout from, from, from. No, it's before. Oh yeah, that's right. It's before. I'm sorry, before then, before Revolution. So it's the go home show, the Revolution. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it should be dope. So I don't know. NXT can't beat this next week. Uh, Private Party, Isaiah Cassidy. They, huh? Real quick, they also have a ladder match uh, on Sunday that they haven't really talked about much. Who's in the ladder match? It's like Cody, 
I think like Brian Cage and like other people. I can Brian Cage can't be in there. He he's in a, he's in the street no, fight. No, 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 not Brian Cage. But I feel like it's somebody big like Brian Cage. I, I can't remember right now, but it's it's, it's a lot of match. So for the TNT, it's gonna be when it uh, faces Darby for the TNT Championship. Oh, it's like one of them kind of like um... number one contender ladder matches. Okay, hold on, hold on, because you know I gotta I gotta look this up now. AEW Revolution, and we gotta see because we gotta see who's in this ladder matchup because it, it could just be a Cody thing. Hopefully, Cody don't get injured by facing Shaq because you know Shaq don't wrestle. I don't think Cody. They have like a, a surprise person that they can announce at the show. So that person might win. All right, so far, oh, it's called Big Money Match. All right, the so, Big Money Match is, is oh, 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 no, right? oh, that's Ad Page and Matt Hardy, which I, I, I will get to. Okay, this one's called Face of the Revolution Ladder Match, and it's Cody, Scorpio Sky, uh, uh, Pentagon, Lance Archer. Uh, ten from the Dark Order, and uh, Max Caster, and one Max TBA. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I could say either Archer, the TBA gonna win Archer or uh, or Scorpio Sky. Okay. But yeah, Scorpio Sky wins, so he can get the TNT Championship. Yeah, that'd be kind of dope, too. You know, uh, so, yeah, Isaiah Cassie taking on uh, Jack uh, versus Hangman uh, Page was next. Of course, Matt Hardy was on the outside, uh, building this whole thing up. Uh, Anna Page beats um, Isaiah Cassidy uh, with the buckshot. But, uh, no, no, I'm lying. With the dead eye, finally, with the dead eye, because Isaiah, he tried to get out of it, but he he, he just planted him with it. And then afterwards... um, you chose the dark over over big money man, which I told you he was big money man, and uh, wanted to give you know the word, but then he said you betrayed me. He said, but now I own thirty percent of everything you have. But then Adam Page said, no, well I have another contract that, that you have signed. I pulled a fast one over on you, and uh, you know Matt Hardy didn't uh, didn't like that. Uh, you know uh, he he pulled a fast one over on him, but he said, but look. Uh, if I win, if if you win at a with a revolution, I get thirty percent. If you win, you get thirty percent, or is it is a hundred percent? I don't know. It's hundred. but the whole thing kind of seems stupid to me. I mean, so, it's a money match. I mean, yeah. So then, uh, Hari took number five and tossed him off the stage, crashed to a table, and I'm just like. I don't give a fuck about the Dark Order. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I, I love Brody, but I ain't give a fuck about the Dark Order. So, I'm just saying, so y'all can toss them off the table all you want to because Dark Order sucks. Uh, Alex Marvarez and uh, Ketchup with Kenny Omega and Don Callis uh, in their private workspace uh, as Kenny Omega was uh, wielding something and he says, uh, we're constructing what we call the Moxley Extermination Chamber. I was like, what the fuck is that going to be? So I don't know what they are playing up for this matchup, but we got the the, the, the semifinals for United States taking on a Japan tournament. Doctor Britt Baker, DMD taking on Nyla Rose. Who the hell? 
This was this is a good matchup. But first off, first off, really, Britt Baker loses. I had Britt Baker win this matchup. We haven't even seen Nala Rose. I mean, and Britt Baker's been been uh, killing it. I, I I would have Britt Baker win, but I guess they didn't want to do Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa in the finals again in the uh, in the semifinals or whatever. Fucking why not? I mean, because that's what that's where the history is going. And first of all, like uh, the first time I was like, I don't even know if she getting Britt Baker up for this beast bomb, but she does. And then the second time, she just gets her up surprisingly and hits her with a second beast bomb and, and wins the match. And I was like. It'd be different. This was like the first year AEW Nala Rose, but it's not. And what, what, happened, to, what happened to the Vicky Guerrero? Is she still with her? Yeah. Didn't even notice. Didn't even notice. Did you? I mean, I didn't. I don't even know why. I don't know why they treat their women's champion like trash. It's mm-hmm. weird to me. It's like they book them on the show every week, and then when they're actually champion, they don't book them at all. Yeah, you're right. Like, Hikaru Shida was on the show almost every week before she became champion. Then when she became champion, now she's barely there. Mm. Just like Riho. Riho became champion. Riho was barely there. Nyla Rose became champion. Nyla was there, but she was barely there wrestling. It's mm. like... I don't know. I don't understand their their method. Sometimes neither do I because they, they don't do they, they don't do great by their women's division at all. Okay, m- main event time. Uh, in the face of the revolution ladder match qualifier, we get Ray Phoenix taking on the Murder Hawk Lance Archer. Jake Roberts is back. You know, see, so I got a knee brace on this time. So uh, the match is pretty good as the Ray Phoenix match usually is, and then of course uh, so was with the with the Lance Archer stuff. Uh, Lance Archer. Hits a huge, uh, forgot what his, uh, uh, the blackout, excuse me, yeah. Uh, his, cause he, 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 first he hits a choke slam on Ray Phoenix and then, uh, and that doesn't work, but then he hits a blackout where Phoenix sells it beautifully and wins the match. So uh, Lance Archer's going into that ladder match up. And then, um, after the match, he fist bumps, uh, Lance Archer, for much respect. Phoenix will need to be killing himself in no ladder matches anyway. So, uh, And that was AEW. So, in your opinion, who won for the week? AEW or NXT? All right. Well, I'm going to go with... Uh, for, for, for me, I'm going to go with uh, NXT. One, one for me this week because I enjoy a lot more than what he did on NXT this week. And I'm going to go with... Uh, I go with... I like AEW this week, personally. Okay. Well, so yeah. So guys, you guys can post that comment down below. Which which shows you guys went for the week? We will be back here if I got a drag prime. We we we're gonna have to be back here on Thursday, uh, to to do the the Wednesday night war to to talk about that stuff that's going on for the eight uh the Dynamite Crossroads show. But like, subscribe, and share if you listen to us on YouTube. <clears throat> um, but then once again, if you listen to the podcast, we are about to move on. All right, so. <clears throat> That was Wednesday Night War, so we got it out the way. So, we're going to talk about a couple of theories we got real quick before we end the show. Uh, I know you didn't see Raw on Monday, right? Uh, I, I don't know what happened. Bruh, it, only one highlight thing did happen, and that was the whole Bobby Lashley Miz stuff. Oh, okay. So, that wasn't the episode. So, 
What episode had LeBron Jordan spitting up some kind of goo? That same episode. That same episode, oh, I mean, uh, it was that Papa Shango thing. I'll say, yeah, so that that was that that was the same show. So Lashley <clears throat> came out and gave Miz one hour to get his stuff together because he owes him a debt for helping him beat down McIntyre to win that championship. So as Lashley comes out and Miz says, I need more time, but what about a week? And then if Strowman comes out and then Strowman says if, if uh, he deserves it, the championship, which he doesn't, <clears throat> and then they made a, a Strowman versus Lashley, and if Strowman wins, he'll be added for a triple threat. Well, WWE did not pull the, the usual trigger that they usually do by like to throw Strowman in and set to get the, the the stuff against the set the odds against the Miz. We're getting Bobby Lashley one on one with the championship for Miz, and I'm telling you, I'm happy for Lashley. I'm actually behind this 100. percent And the, the, the first night it happened, the first Monday and Tuesday, I'm just like, yo, we got a new. Uh, WWE champion, I'm I'm all happy for, but then I sat there and thought about it. What do you, th- what do you think the plans for WrestleMania now, and what would you be happy with? Because what I, I'm looking at is, I'm like, okay, there's a couple scenarios that can go on here. Miz is not walking in WrestleMania with that championship. He's not. But there's a receipt coming because somebody wasn't there on Raw, and that was McIntyre. McIntyre, I think, is going to cost Lashley the match because he owes him a debt. And then what's going to happen is we're going to get the rematch at Fastlane uh, between Bobby and The Miz. Bobby wins the championship there, and Bobby goes into WrestleMania as the champion. Or we have Drew McIntyre cost Bobby Lashley the match. And then at Fastlane, it's a triple threat match. Lashley, McIntyre, and The Miz. And then McIntyre wins the championship, and Lashley wins it at Mania. Well, they definitely ain't going to do that one. So. Hold on now. Have you been seeing what's been going on with, with, with Lashley? In the past week, people are getting behind Lashley. Yes, but they're but they are behind McIntyre, so that's not why. I mean, they are kind of behind McIntyre, but however, McIntyre did have his chance, though. And right now, this ain't no time like the present. Or kind of like I used to say when, when we first met, ain't no time like prime time. So, right yeah, now... Yeah, so he's gonna... If not this week, then at past, like... <laughs> mm. it's, it's when last, last gonna do it. Well, let's do this... What what do you think the scenario is and how you think you see how you see this ending? I can see Lashley winning it. Unfortunately, them using him as a transitional champ so that Drew can win it in front of him. Look, at, at, first, least Lash, at least Lashley will have. At first, I would agree with you. I would have. You know that. However, after seeing him beat Strowman clean. On Monday, they gave us a complete swerve. <clears throat> because tell me you didn't think they were going, it was going to be a triple threat match. No, I did. I did. After they, no, I did because I don't even. I don't even know why he even came out there. What Strowman? Yeah, because Strowman had had a match. Was going to have a match with McIntyre. At TLC, remember he got injured and he did the whole headbutt angle with Adam Pierce. Hey, who so, was that? Whose fault is that? 
That's his fault. But I'm saying, but WWE would have probably want to recreate and have Strowman get his title shot. I'm, t- I'm kind of tired of seeing him in title matches, honestly. He ain't been in them. <laughs> he just been, he just been just, uh, just wrecking shots. I shot. mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Braun is just stale on me. I don't. I don't know. I mean, Braun is just stale on Braun because it just. I don't, I just feel stale. I mean, look, I agree with you. I'm still on Braun too, but having Lashley look that dominant, and as dominant as Lashley's been looking for months, he never lost the, the, the U.S. Championship. I do not think they're going to make him a tra- 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 uh, transitional champion because you're going to two, do, do two transitional champions. A transitional means one time. Miz is the transitional champion. He won it. They get the briefcase out the way to to, to go on and do something back. And I, I'm starting to think that, look, if they want Lashley, Lashley never had the WWE Championship. And this is the this is the biggest moment for Lashley. If you want to make the biggest moment, you do it at WrestleMania. Swerve everybody, have the heel. And that, that gets some heel heat because, first off, right now, he's looking like the face. Everybody wants to look. He'll be the third African-American WWE Champion. Everybody's behind Lashley right now. The Miz is the heel, and Bobby Dash is the heel, but right now, they're going to come out there looking like faces. So the best way to make keep Lashley... I think, that, actually, I, I think Lashley will win it on Raw. They have the rematch at Fastlane. He wins, and then challenge, and McIntyre challenges him. Uh, he kicks him at the uh, pay-per-view after I mean, they set it up. So you didn't even keep McIntyre off TV for four weeks? Not four weeks exactly, but like I can feel like after that match is when McIntyre attacks whoever wins and says, "Now you got me to deal with." Because it's March first, Fastlane is March twenty seventh. That's four weeks away. They're not keeping one of the top stars, but Raw already sucks as bad as it does. They're not keeping him off four weeks because the beatdown that Lashley gave him wasn't that severe. If it was a severe beatdown, maybe. But it's like he's he, yeah, he, but he did lose his championship. You know, after people lose the championship, they kind of don't be there for like two weeks anyway. So you think Lashley wins it, beats Miz, or or tomorrow night, and then he goes on the fast lane without seeing McIntyre, and McIntyre screws him at fast lane. I can see something like that happening. Not screws him, but just like after the match, it's just like yeah, now you got to deal with me. It, it it could be that, but I really think that if La- if like if McIntyre lost, he's not gonna let Lashley win his championship. So I think McIntyre screws Lashley tomorrow because you got to keep the story going, you got to keep the interest going, and you 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 gotta you gotta build this, you gotta build the tension in the matchup. And right now, they they, they had a match back during like Extreme Rules back in the day uh, last year, but that Lashley is on a different level now. So. You got you got to build some kind of uh, some tension up there. So right now, Lashley's the hot thing right now. And if you do that, we, we, we don't even know if we're gonna get Brock here or not. But right now, I think if you want to give Lashley the moment, and you can make him win at WrestleMania, or you can make him retain at WrestleMania, it will be two. It, 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 it'll be two two types of things. But if Lashley's going to lose at WrestleMania back to McIntyre, then you give him the belt now. 
You give him the belt on Monday, you have him beat Miz clean, and then he goes two months as a champion. McIntyre wins it off of him, and then he wins it back off McIntyre, and he goes to his run. Or you just have Lashley be booked like a straight dominant beast, and he beats Miz, he beats McIntyre, and he beats McIntyre again, and then we and then we make room for Brock. It could be like that, because I'm right now, I'm all for the Lashley train right now. And first of all, I've been part of the Lashley train back when Leo Rush was a thing, but I'm just like, but I'm glad now that he finally got a, way, a, a ways to go. And it, it, it's great to see it, but I... The question I just want to know: do you, Does he win it tomorrow, or does he win it at Fastlane? Because you know, Miz losing that championship. I'll say tomorrow, so that he can go into Fastlane and have to retain it. They don't got to worry about him winning it at Fastlane. The man is trying to get his rematch on Raw. Would so. this be? Uh, would this topic of interest qualify you to join for a Raw review? Uh, he going that far? Now we still got the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it? honestly, the, the way that it's going, I think Miz is fucking bad money at Mania. So, I don't even, this is so weird, this man. But this it, man had a championship, but then the next month he fighting bad money at WrestleMania. Well, like I said, he's, he's, he's a transitional champion, like McFoley was. And honestly, I thought he was going to be a, like a 24-hour champion, kind of like uh, how McFoley was, how Christian was, whatever the case may be. And he loses the next night on Raw. Uh, to to the Miz and he gets and Bobby Lashley wins the championship and then we do the whole Drew and Lashley thing start program right now. That's what I thought was gonna happen. I didn't even gonna wait a week to do this matchup, but they they just they just did it to make because Lashley looked strong throughout the whole night. Remember he came out in the all white LeBron Zion draft number one suit. You know what I'm saying? Like he he was in the uh, Will Smith Miami video. He came out there and was and looking strong. And then, I mean, the, the promo is a little cringy because of what they they wrote for him. But uh, he came out there looking dominant. They came out there, gave him an hour. That was a good hook to get people to do that 8 o'clock hour. And then they could get the Miz the championship. And then, no excuse. And then beat Braun clean, convincingly. So, I like that. And then when the Miz came in, there, he just spine-busted the fuck out of Miz, too. So, he's like, no, he not messing around. Lashley is not messing around. He's on another level. So, I'm just like, yo, put this... Strat, look to the moon. Put the put the, the oh, rocket on. You, see, you, you can't you can't do that for Bob Lashley. Talk about Bob Lashley gonna use Kevin Grimes. I just lost it. <laughs> well, so talk about another black excellence thing that we had. So Bianca Belair makes a decision for WrestleMania. It is going to be the boss Sasha Banks, the standard, the blueprint, and that's the only way to go anyway. Because Oscar wasn't there at all. Uh, I mean, I mean she. she she, she got the dang thing going on with Charlotte. Me personally, Rhea Ripley should challenge Oscar. Or Charlotte and Oscar. So what? Rhea Ripley should challenge Charlotte and Oscar. In my personal yeah, that's opinion. what I, I, I think. I thought. I think Rhea Ripley should challenge Oscar. And just leave Charlotte out of the way. But you know they're going to have to have her involved. But. Yeah, but see, you know, Charlotte ain't Mr. WrestleMania. And she can't face Lacey because Lacey's really pregnant, so. There you have it. Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, I. I would see. I would want Oscar to be involved, but then I know it's gonna probably want to do Charlotte Ripley too. But um, I would be up for Charlotte Ripley and uh, Oscar. I mean, it, it gives something because I'm like you, you, Rhea Ripley. You need to push that. She, she's the runner up in the Rumble. You need to push she that
she was defending her title last year at WrestleMania. She should definitely be on the card. She definitely should. Don't wait till after WrestleMania not, for, for the and, WrestleMania and, and not in a better royal match. She should be on the card in a title match. Yes, she should be the one for Raw, and because she's the now, just like Bianca Belair mm-hmm. is the now. And for my sisters out there, man, look. That representation matters. And she was on Talking Smack, talking about, you know, how we got these two black women going at it for the SmackDown Women's Championship. One-on-one. I'm not talking about Naomi in a six-pack challenge and she wins it at May because she's in a six-pack challenge. They just had to put all these women in there together. I'm talking about one-on-one. These women are great at what they do. Okay? There's no sympathy. We both like Bianca. We both like Sasha. Thanks, and you know, how, how do you feel about? I mean, of course, she knew she was going to choose her, but just the meaning and, and the, the representation behind it. <laughs> All right, my bad. I'm yeah. sorry. What did you say? I, I, I mean, I asked you a question about your people. I said, you know, uh, with all the, the representation going on, and then you know how Bianca said on Talking Smack about having you know these two black women going going at it for. Uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship it means a lot especially to a lot, a lot of young girls out there and I'm not saying they're, they're going to headline a night but I think it's going to be necessarily a big match there's no six pack challenge there's nothing like that it's a one on one with two highly skilled highly like people and you know how do you feel about it? I just feel like they do it right they can be in the main event night one or the mm-hmm. night two but well, you, like I said if, if they do it right you already know Either Bobby and Drew gonna be in, in one main event, and Edge and Roman gonna be in another. Even though that's they should have, since they had two nights, two people they always say the champion gets the main event match, but you know they don't ever hold their words. But I think it's, I think I think it's, I, I I I really am glad that this is happening because this, this has been one of my dream matches ever since I seen Bianca Belair in the Mae Young Classic. Ever since, okay. I, ever since I seen her in the main young class, I was just like, you, she need to go up against Sasha Banks. And Sasha Banks, obviously, being as good as she is and holding that championship. I don't know who wins. I don't know if they're they, they going to put, put the, the title on Bianca or not. But uh, I think that her and Sasha Banks thing is going to be a whole storyline the, for, the, for 2021. That may be like rivalry of the year if they do it right. If they do it right. <clears throat> If they do it right, so I, I'm, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm really, and, and like I said, there's a lot for you know, a little girls out there, and little black girls, little colored girls out there that's good, you know, get to go out there and view this kind of excellence out there. And the last one, Prime, hold on for me. We got Apollo Cruz. <clears throat> Apollo Cruz comes out there with the Nigerian colors, the the white and the green. And he puts a scarf on. He says, no, man, look, I'm not from the hood. I'm not from suburbia. I'm from Africa. I'm from Nigeria. Okay? I am a real, capital R-E-A-L, African-American. Okay? And I'm a real African-American. He, he, he talks about his culture going back. Biggie talked about going back and cater. He said, no, I ain't go back to cater. I went back to my roots. And he said, you know, my great-grandfather, you know, the Nigerian prince or the king he had, he had five wives. Can you believe that? Five wives. And he said, if anybody disrespects your temperature, you show them to steal. And then he started talking in, in his Nigerian accent. And then uh, he comes out there. He's facing with Shinsuke Nakamura. And then he beats Nakamura clean with the angle slam. So I'm enjoying this whole thing for a podcast. I'm enjoying the turn. How about you? 
I mean, I want Isla to see where it goes. You said you were... At the moment, I am not, but I... I, I you're you not, you not into it right now? That joy is great. No, I am not. What? Bro, okay. What is it that you don't like about it? The accent is too much for me. That, bro, the accent is better than Kofi's. And first but of all... The accent is... The accent is... The accent makes no sense to me because it's like... How does he's not he's been on the roster for five years, and it's like all of a sudden now this is the real you, and I got use a fake accent. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Itches Alba has an accent, but he been in America yeah, how long? He's British. Yeah. Apollo Cruz is not. He's he's from. He's not. He's African. But he doesn't have an accent in real life. That he tried to. He doesn't. He's not like Tom Holland. Where when he talk when he's in the Spider Man movies, he yeah. has an American accent and then has a British accent regularly. Look, I I I feel you on that one. Okay, but I said, but it wasn't like it was a. I've heard worse Nigerian accent. Like I said, I heard it's not a bad accent. It's just unnecessary for me. It's like just you could just be African and and have a regular. You can talk regular. I feel. I mean. I, I, he gonna have a he gonna have a Kofi Kingston moment. Wait, like, are you supposed to be Nigerian? Like, Kofi uh, didn't have a problem. Well, see, he used it in like okay. I think when he gets serious, he's gonna start talking in that in that, in that, in that Nigerian accent maybe. But obviously, it ain't like the whole promo. He came out and did the whole promo, you know, say in, in Nigeria. And I'm not saying he did uh, everything he he did on the thing was like oh god. This is the greatest promo ever in my life. It's, it's not the great. It's not that. But it's, it's just something to see Apollo Crews doing something other than being this big, smiling black man from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Because that that wasn't work. He's freakishly athletic, and then you know, what was his, his ring out days when he was a was a UI Nation. So he he's he's going he's going back into them indie days. Don't be surprised if you see the whole ricochet power bomb off the rope. I'm just saying, it's a possibility. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Look, I'm I'm happy for the guy. He got the tights on now. He got the, the, the Nigerian flag color stuff like that. And I'm like, look, I see him. If they keep this up, I see him beating uh, Big E for the championship at WrestleMania. I can't see all that yet. <laughs> but uh, uh, if it happens, more like this, I can't see all that yet. Really? Especially with Shinsuke still in the picture. He just beat Shinsuke clean. Yeah, but he's still in the picture though. Look, I I, I say he gets a couple wins under his thing. Then fast he gets a he gets a big victory. Like maybe like a qualifying match for the Intercontinental Championship at Mania. We get Biggie and. Apollo at Mania, and then we we can have that rivalry go on because Biggie would be better for the chase. And besides, you need to start building Biggie up for the WWE champ, the Universal Championship anyway. Okay, Biggie, Biggie should have Biggie a bunch of now. Things don't always happen, so we'll see what happens. No, I'm saying Biggie can still. It's only March. Biggie can still have a big year. Biggie can still have a huge year. But the only thing is. Uh, Apollo got to that, that championship off of him. And Apollo can have that championship too. Everybody needs to be winning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Everybody needs to be winning. So yeah, I, I, just, I just wanted to get your opinion on it because I didn't really get, you know, because I texted you about it. I, obviously, you was a uh, not happy with the accent part of it, but I mean, like, hey, I, 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 I was, I was cool with it. Uh, do you think? Look, they, they just, they, they had the results. I don't know if you've seen the results for the Wrestling Observer Awards. Okay. Did you? I mean, did did they, did they, they just have the 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 winners? However, I can just uh, run down them real quick if you got enough left of the tape. Okay, run them down. All right, well, we got wrestler of the year goes to John Moxley. Okay. It could be an argument that was could be Drew McIntyre. Most outstanding wrestler goes to uh, Kenny Omega. Okay. Okay. Tag team of the year goes to the Young Bucks. Okay. I would have gave it to FTR probably. I, I say that, that that's debatable. Uh, best on interviews, they gave it to Eddie Kink. Sounds like, what what is these categories? Uh, promotion of the year, they gave it to AEW, of course. Best weekly television show, they gave it to AEW Dynamite. But, however, they also put in the top five being the elite in AEW Dark. They don't count. They don't count. They, in the top five with the, for, for for the best weekly TV show, they put AEW Dark and Being the Elite in there with NXT and SmackDown. That's not right. Those are TV shows. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Pro Wrestling Match of the Year goes to Young Bucks versus Adam Page and Kenny Omega at Revolution 2020. Uh, we got the United States slash. Uh, Canada MVP John Moxley. I don't know that's a thing. Japanese MVP uh, Naito because I can't say the first name. Yeah, Mexican Mexico MVP Ray Phoenix. European Europe MVP uh, Walter. Is there an African American MVP? I'm just asking. So uh, we do all this stuff. I know this is all a thing. Um, Okay, we we go skip some women's wrestling MVP goes to Bailey. Best box office draw goes to Conor McGregor. Why? Is, oh, I don't understand good. that one. Uh, feud of the year goes to John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston for feud of the year. Most improved okay. goes to Br- Britt Baker. Most charismatic goes to MJF. Uh, the Brian Danielson Award for the, the best technical wrestler goes to Zack Saber Jr. Oh uh, no, I'm done with this list. <laughs> <laughs> he says, that, uh, uh, "All right, y'all, let's be real." The, the best brawler. I'm almost done. Moxley, best flying wrestler. Ray Phoenix, most overrated. Peep this. Bray Wyatt, hey, interesting. Most underrated. Ricochet. The rookie of the oh, year. Rookie, rookie of the year. Pat McAfee. Okay, I can, I can see that. Best non-wrestler. Taz. Best TV announcer. You ready for this? Excalibur. Okay. He got to control JR, so I can see. And worst TV announcer is Michael Cole. Uh, best major wrestling show, AEW Revolution pay-per-view for February 29th uh, from Chicago. Worst major wrestling show, WWE Super Showdown February 27th from Saudi Arabia. As you probably figured it out. Best maneuver, One Wing Angel. Most disgusting promotional tactic. WWE find people during a pandemic during a year where they were uh, 
setting profit records. Day one over not, them, them not testing for COVID and AEW with the Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara match continuing. You didn't forget about that, did you? Forget about what? <laughs> the Matt Hardy Sammy Guevara match from earlier really this year. Nah, I don't forget. Yeah, uh, worst television show was Raw. Worst match of the year: Braun Strowman versus The Fiend, the Swamp Fight. Worst feud: Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. Worst promotion: WWE. Best Booker: Tony Khan. Promoter of the year: Tony Khan. Uh, best gimmick: uh, Orange Cassidy. Worst gimmick: uh, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Best pro wrestling book: The Young Bucks Killing the Business. I ain't read that one yet. Best wrestling documentary: Dark Side of the Ring. Owen Hart. Okay. So, those are all the awards for the Wrestling Observer. I just forgot to just read them down with you real quick. But that was kind of a short episode this week, guys. So, I wanted to make sure uh, we get one up for you guys today. So, make sure you guys uh, check out all the things that you guys can over at SpacesPhilly.com. But that's going to be a part of. Make sure you guys subscribe to uh, their, their, their channels. And also, make sure you get uh, you check out uh, the Lulu and Pop Plus One, Lulu and Pop Horror Show, both sides, and... Uh, Market Dark Show. Check out the Nerd Coalition stuff on there as well, such as the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Guys and Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond. Uh, also, uh, Balls Downs Podcast and uh, Drunk Dark Silver Tongues. And uh, make sure you guys check out us on all the podcasts at Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all that great stuff. And then make sure you guys check out Prime Nostalgia Podcast and the Prime Conversations. We're going to have a great weekend coming up. Also, get our merch from uh, Springtime, hopefully coming up. So check out the Real Nerd Coalition slash uh, teesprings.com uh, or the Real Nerd Coalition.com. Uh, and then you guys can get buy our merch, and the NC hoodies and the, and the NC Studios and the Level Up uh, hoodies. And still, COVID's still out there, so double up your mask by getting the NC Studios and Level Up mask up as you guys can. But that's our show for this week, so uh, we're getting ready to sign out here right now. So, um, all right, Prime, we, we about to sign out. So, uh, once again, okay. uh, this is uh, NC and Place to Be, Chill 20, Mr. A&D, and not Deion Sands, but Primetime. All right, Chill. All right, and then uh, Q Flow, wherever you're at, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.